Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast where if you thought NXT wasn't dead before, welcome to the funeral. It is lost in the Midgard. Here we are. It's the go-home show before All Out. We got All Out this Sunday, Labor Day Sunday. We're going to, at the end of the show, break down the card. That card's ever-changing. Matches taken away, matches added. So uh, we will uh, get you up to speed, make our predictions, and everything like that. Uh, but first, make sure you are subscribed to Lost in the Midcard. Make sure you are subscribed to our podcast. Just search for Lost in the Midcard and uh, just subscribe that way. And uh, that way you'll know every time a new episode comes your way, typically on Thursdays. Also, the video version of our podcast is available, and that is on the YouTube. Also, just search for Lost in the Midcard. Head to our website, litmcpodcast.com, uh, for the latest links there as well. Uh, we have switched servers on our podcast, so uh, definitely I need to update, uh, work on getting the uh, links updated here eventually. Uh, but uh, but uh, if you are uh, an old podcast listener, definitely go look for the new feed and uh, subscribe to that as we're going to be going uh, through Anchor going uh, going forward. I'm your host, Jeremy Bennett. You can find me on the Twitter at JB Huskers, as always. My co-host, he is on the Twitter at Raw F Showtime. It is Mr. Matt Black. Matt, how you doing? That's how you do a go home show. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess Tell they could technically now. say yeah. Rampage is the go home show, but tonight did a hell of a job of building the uh, all out on Sunday for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, damn good show. Uh, let's get uh, right into it. And speaking of getting right into it, it is the hundredth episode of Dynamite. And uh, speaking of which, it is almost. You believe it, Matt? Almost the 300th episode of Lost in the Midcard. Craziness. Uh, God, we're coming up on seven years. This uh, coming January, it'd be seven years. Man, uh, may have a surprise for you for episode 300. We may try something new. We may try a live show. Uh, but, of course, uh, with the live show, that format still enables us to do uh, podcasts and YouTube as well. So that that will not change. But uh, we're going to mess around with some things. Uh, I'm familiar with the um, with the uh, website and the software because we use it at Sportskeeda as I do the top story with uh, with uh, with Jose and uh, Kev Callum there. So uh, we might we might try that out a little. Uh, and uh, I guess if the timing, you know, if our calendar's right, Matt, uh, uh, 300 might be the Arthur Ashe show, huh? Yeah, it would. It would be. I think uh, I, I I can't think of a better show to go on live afterwards than whatever they have planned for Arthur Ashe because you damn well know that Khan's going to have that show loaded. What day is Arthur Ashe? Twenty second. Okay, so yes, I am confirming that this is two ninety seven. So 298 would be the 8th, 299 the 15th, and 300 would be the 22nd. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I got an account set up, so I just need to set some things up, and we'll, we'll, we'll see. Maybe we can make it happen. Uh, stay tuned over the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, what a way to yeah, kick if off. If we're going to do this, we're going to need to start hyping it because, yeah, like, 
we're going to be going against some, some massive competition, you know, Wednesday night dynamite post shows from hmm. all, all the big dogs across the internet. I look, I don't expect a whole bunch of people to come in and tune into us, but if you will, if you want to come in to hang out with, hang out with us and you can listen to the other guys later. Yeah. Uh, and listen to everybody, but you know, yeah, and and it's StreamYard. Not is, a lot of people are there. I don't know how many times we'll do it live, pal. True, but it's also again kind of gives a flexibility for some guests and some other things that we can do. Yeah, that'd be cool and, and interact. So it doesn't necessarily have to be an every week thing, uh, but it's there uh, for a just in case thing. Uh, like I, I've ran, I've actually hosted some shows. Uh, like that one Saturday, I came home hung hung over, and uh, everybody's gone. And lo and behold, the WWE decided to release Bray Wyatt. So I had to uh, hustle and get on camera to break that news. <laughs> so uh, that was kind of my crash course on StreamYard. So I am familiar with running the show on that uh, on that software. So we, I think uh, uh, realistically, I think we may give that a try for uh, the Arthur Ashe show. And uh, uh, it's got a fr- the free account's got a lot of options on it, too. So that's that's nice as well. Uh, what a way to kick off Dynamite this week with uh, uh, two of the best tag teams in the world, FTR and uh, Santana and Ortiz. Uh, good to see Cash Wheeler back after that gruesome arm injury. Um, probably play, probably playing up the severity a little bit of it, a, a little bit I, of it. I hope, I hope so. Yeah, considering how much he went in the ring tonight, I'm thinking they did play up that severity a little bit. Uh, otherwise, I don't I mean, think look. He... FTR loves, lo- dude. FTR, old, FTR is old school. Yeah, you know, so they abide by you know the rules, kayfabe, essentially. So, like, I don't yeah. blame them for playing it up. Yeah, but at the same time, I hope that's all <laughs> well, it is. Yeah, I, I mean, hope that he's okay. I mean, like, if I don't man... want this to be the last time we ever see FTR, if, like, if, that would if, really if, fucking suck. If the man had nerve damage; he would not be in the ring. Let's just put it that way. Uh, uh, awesome tribute to the Midnight Express and the uh, late great Bobby Eaton uh, by FTR as well. Um, of course, FTR. I mean, I mean, like you said, old school tag teams. So that you know they're gonna they're gonna rep those uh, original tag teams. Um, and uh, this was the match that we didn't get, wasn't it, Matt? This was a, a lengthy match. Uh, no injuries. Uh, we got we got all the way through it. And it was tremendous, wasn't it? Yeah, this is the match I wanted the first time. Uh, I was very happy to to be able for them to see it doing it, and yeah, I thought they I thought they killed it. I thought it was a I thought it was a great way to start the show. Yeah, tremendous match, uh, a huge pop for the three amigos by Santana, uh, the the uh, uh, lung blower and double face buster got the win uh, for uh, for uh, Santana and Ortiz. I am sticking to my guns that they are winning the tag titles at Arthur Ashe. But who are they gonna? Who are they winning them from? Stay tuned for the end of the show uh, as we make our predictions. Yeah, that's. They kind of threw a curveball in my face tonight. Well, I need I need to constantly remind myself that AEW, yeah, this is this AEW is not doesn't WWE. book things like WWE books. Yeah, though. exactly, so. exactly. Uh, cold of personality hits. Uh, we are in Chicago. CM Punk. Hey, it's Ricky Raby's time. Uh, we'll talk about heels later too, by the way. Uh, I got caught up on that and uh tremendous goddamn show. And uh, we'll talk about that later, but it is CM Punk time. And, um, uh, Punk talking about how, uh, 
if anybody's sick of them yet, uh, if they are, then they're just WWE marks. Uh, I just, I just immediately had flashbacks to Rampage Matt. Where t- t- don't call me a mark. <laughs> oh man, oh man, old Taz. Uh, how about a. Uh, how about uh, Danny Garcia in 2.0 attacking CM Punk? Did you expect Punk to get physical? Did not. Loved it, though. Fucking loved it. I had chills. From the second he got jumped to the end of that segment, like, I had fucking chills, bro. I was very emotional. Um, look, dude, that has to close the show, right? You think so, but. At this point, like, that dude, at this point, I'm going to make this comparison. This would be like them, this would be like WWE putting Hogan and Rock on before Triple H and Jericho. Yeah. You can't do it. You got, you hot, like, I know I'm always a big proponent of the title must go on last, but to me, you can't. You can't. Yeah. That crowd is going to be dead for Omega and Christian if you close the show with that. You have to, you have to put Punk and Darby in the main I, event. I see why they didn't do this segment last, though, based on what we ended the night on. So I see that. I understand that. Uh, truly, a a awesome moment, though. Uh, and I mean, it, it still speaks volumes of how much faith tony khan has put into 2.0 and danny garcia um putting them in these big spots attacking these big stars and, and doing a good job too um darby allen and sting making the save and uh sting with a scorpion death drop uh darby with a coffin drop and and uh oh what did what did punk do matt what did what did punk do very nice very evil gts motherfucker a little good night, Housen. Little, little good night, Housen. Uh, I can't Sting. wait till we get CM Punk, Kenta man. Oh, staying on the mic, saying he admits he's always wanted to share the ring with Punk, and said uh, it felt good clearing the traffic, and uh, says that he will not be at ringside on Sunday. Um, great, and you know, I got I got so excited about Dynamite, I forgot all about Rampage on Friday. Uh, yeah, they got quite the card for Rampage, too, man. Yeah, uh, Rampage, uh, we, uh, God, man, opening Rampage, man. Lucha Brothers and Jurassic Express tore the fucking house down. Uh, probably the best match of the week of any show, any brand, was that Lucha and Jurassic match on Rampage last week. Uh, Lucha Brothers getting the win, advancing to face the Bucks in the cage at, uh, at All Out. Uh, that was a tremendous match. Mira Porfuego. Uh, 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 gets <laughs> gets beaten down the ramp and uh, then loses his mask and eats a eats a boot from Miro. <laughs> Welcome to AEW, right? Yeah, I love how uh, I love how uh, on uh, the Sammy vlog how they set him up. Like Miro wants to talk to him. How QT set him up? Fuego, <laughs> you dumbass! Oh man, how, why? Why believe QT? You know he's a piece of shit. Come on. Uh, Eddie Kingston sporting the DMX shirt, uh, making the save. Oh, man. This has not had enough build to it, but I can't wait for that match. 
Uh, Bunny and Tai Conchi had a, a, a decent little match there and uh, forming a new little friendship with, uh, with Penelope Ford. I, 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 I like that friendship. Um, and then the main event was a uh, six man tag uh, or no, just a tag. Sorry. Uh, Kenny Omega and the Stooge, Brandon Cutler against uh, Christian Cage, Frankie Kazarian. And how about them dance moves by Cutler? <laughs> My God, pal. Cage and Kazarian, good guys get the win there. And uh, off camera, Punk and uh, Punk comes out, and uh, Punk and, and Christian and, and Kaz uh, address the crowd, uh, send them home happy. So that was pretty cool. That's on YouTube if you want to see it. Uh, they, they they do some cussing. Uh, so there you go. We got got Rampage out of the way. Back to Dynamite. Uh, Tony Schiavone meeting with MJF. What what a great introduction of MJF too. He he didn't hide how much he hates MJF when he introduced him. Uh, MJF cutting a great promo. Uh, basically saying that the on Sunday the music dies. Orange Cassidy and the uh, best friends continuing their feud with the the uh, Hardy family office, and uh, uh, Orange taking on Jack Evans. Uh, Matt Hardy getting a cheap shot in to start the match to give Jack the uh, upper hand, but. Oh, don't don't go get a beer during picture in picture, Matt, because Orange Cassidy got the win while it was in picture in picture. And after the match, my God, pal! Yeah, after the match, um, Big Money Matt comes out with an attack. Wheeler and Chuck make the save, but then the rest of the uh, Hardy family office come, and then Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus come out and even the odds up, and uh, everybody gets a big pop because we hear Jungle Boy's music. Uh, Eddie Kingston got in a promo from Miro. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, geez. And, um, <laughs> oh, that line God's favorite champion only lays down for his wife in a hotel room. <laughs> Whoa. It's such good shit. Yeah, yes, it is. Yes, it is, John. JR, I, I could not believe this, but uh, uh, JR's first in-ring interview in AEW. I could not believe that. You, Matt? Uh, to me, I, I think that that lends the validity to what Cassidy Haynes confirmed over the uh, over the weekend that JR is going to be transitioning out of the mm-hmm. commentary booth into other roles within the company. He was. Very, I, think, I think this was the beginning of that. And he refuted. Jr. refuted those claims, of course. He didn't, did he really refute them, though? I mean, all he said is news uh, to me. Uh, you know, and like uh, he didn't say he didn't say he didn't say this isn't true. You right. Know, he just said news to me. You know, uh, it's just, you know that can be that can mean anything. I know. I know. But he's also emotional as he introduces Chris Jericho, which is making people think Jericho's going to lose. I think it's still all a work, right, Matt? Oh, we'll save it for the end of the show. Yeah, we'll save it for I mean, the end. We, of the yeah, show. we're doing predictions. Ah, uh, great promo by Jericho. A uh, great interview with Jr. Good stuff in the ring there. Uh, loved it. Uh, good stuff there. Uh, Brian Cage, powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, they had a pretty a decent match. Uh, probably going to have a rematch somewhere down the line, thanks to uh, a little cheating by Ricky Starks and hitting Cage with the FTW belt. 
Malachi Black cutting a promo saying uh, he's not happy with the words uh, that Lee Johnson chose, saying that uh, uh, that Black bailed as soon as he hit the ring. Uh, we'll we'll see how that goes on Friday, right, Matt? <laughs> oh boy. Uh, what the hell? Huh? The Gun Club turning heel. What the hell, Matt? Is there anything sacred left in this world? Look, it's just about damn time Tall Paul understands what it's like to have someone turn heel on him. That is, you are correct. You are. It is bittersweet revenge. You are correct. You are correct. Who, like, like, uh, like Denise Salcedo said on on uh, on uh, Twitter, uh, who who had Billy Gunn turning on Paul White on their bingo card for twenty twenty one, or maybe that's you that said it. I can't remember. A lot of people uh, talked it, about it, bingo it, cards. It was her. She's she's stolen my my twenty twenty one wrestling bingo card gimmick. It's fine. I, yeah. I'll allow it. Gimmick infringement. It's fine. I like Denise, but I, I do I've, been, I've been doing the the twenty twenty one wrestling bingo card all year. My uh my debut on Sports Keto, my very first show was with Denise, and uh, I was with Denise, Rick, and Jose. We did a our year end award, did year end awards. That was my very first on air, uh, bit with Sports Keto, uh, so to speak. Uh <laughs> uh yeah she also said uh what she, she said she's gonna start filling out a 2022 bingo card so i said uh put a hook tagging with tommy dreamer my god pal i can't i can't wait i mean I, i'm excited to see hook uh debut eventually man yeah they're, they're building they're building him the right way they're not putting him in the ring until they're 100 sure that he's ready yeah and i think once he finally gets once he gets his first match people are going to be fucking amped for it He's a good he got a good coach. So <laughs> dude, if he's dude, if he's half as good as his father was. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, look out. Oh boy. And he won't have uh, Vince McMahon holding him down. You heard what Kurt Angle said, right? Ugh. You heard that interview? I don't know of a recent like I know I know just has got buried on WWE night one after his match with Angle. No, Angle Angle said that uh uh, Vince, uh, Vince wanted to, uh, stuff him. Uh, 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 I can't work. I can't remember the words he used, but angle said Vince basically, uh, wanted to shut him down as a wrestler by putting him on commentary on purpose. So he didn't want him to wrestle. Not surprised. Nope. Vince has a ha- Vince has had a habit of, uh, of doing that throughout his entire run with WWE. <sighs> yep. Randy no. Savage. Perfect example. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, Savage didn't want to be done wrestling, but Vince wanted to put him in the booth instead. I mean, this is what Vince does. And the, the problem with Vince is Vince never changes. Now he's going to kill NXT. If he, and if he's forced to change, as soon as he's as soon as soon he secures his victory, he sinks right back into his old comfort zone of where he used to be. Yep. Like, he never truly changes. He he. He reluctantly goes along for the ride, and then he reverts to his old ways when it's over. Dr. Britt Baker with a free agent announcement, baby. No, it's not. It's not Adam Cole. Uh, but she did announce that uh, Jamie Hader and Reba will be entering the Casino Battle Royal, and <laughs> then she just totally slighted Rebel without her noticing saying when jamie wins <laughs> like saying, saying rebel doesn't have a chance huh 
Um, and then says uh, she has a big free agent announcement. And that big free agent is Adam Cole, baby. No, just kidding. It's it's Britt Baker. She has re-signed a long-term deal with the company. I didn't realize she was a free agent. Yeah, I don't think she was. No. I think that's part I think that's part of the 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 whole the thing that's part of the whole gimmick, man. I know somebody that's a free agent that over there, you know, in that camp. Baby. And boy, did they tease that later on with Tony Schiavone. Dude, to me. They started teasing it as soon as they said that Britt Baker had a free agent announcement. And then, like, uh, J- then this- JR goes to Tony, uh, did you expect it to be somebody else? He did everything but say baby on that line. Yeah, t- to me, AEW is not a stupid company. No. And if they thought that they weren't going to get Adam Cole, or if Adam Cole wasn't already under contract, I don't think they'd be making these teases because I think it would be a detriment to their company to tease the fans that they're going to get something and then not give it to them. Yeah. That's why I knew when they started teasing punk, I knew punk was coming in because Tony was not going to fuck his fan base over by teasing (laughs) something and then not delivering. Yeah. If punk didn't show up at, at the, uh, if punk didn't show up at the, uh, the first dance, (laughs) Boy, yeah. would he be in trouble? So yeah, I mean, it to me that like those kind of things just they're they're no brainers. They're no brainers to me. So I can't I can't wait to see Brian Danielson on Sunday. I can't wait to see Adam Cole as early as Sunday or as late as Arthur Ashe. I think he debuts no later than Arthur Ashe. Like yeah. he debuts sometime between this Friday and September twenty second. One, one, one of those shows between, you know, between now, September 1st, and September 22nd, Adam Cole will be, you know, on AEW television. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be something? Because uh, who won that match between Cole and Brian when Cole had that run on the main roster? Cole. Okay. Man. Because they were, they were building NXT as the dominant brand because Cole was the NXT champion at the time. <laughs> Remember those days? <laughs> well, yeah, because those were the days that NXT was freshly competing with AEW on their television. Fucking A, man. How the mighty have fallen. But it's okay, baby, because this baby is going to AEW. Now let's get Creed and Cesaro over there, and we can create a whole new party. Whole new party. You know what day it is. Ain't gonna be the party for long. Nope. Uh, I think the party is the gone. I'll tell you what. Um, I'll tell you what. Uh, Penelope Ford and Ty Conchi was a good match. I liked it. They they both did pretty good there. Um, and then I was super. Yeah, I saw some people complaining about it. I thought the match was good. I thought they really was, like the crowd at first was like, eh. and by crowd, the end of it, I got into the crowd it. Was, yeah, the crowd was totally into it and he was um, super hot for anna jay's comeback which i predicted by the way you did i uh absolutely loved that i marked out for that one because i love anna jay and ty together they are it awesome just, it just made sense they've been building a story for the past week and a half that the numbers were against ty conti mm-hmm. in booking in aew 
more often than not always makes sense. So to me, it, it was not it wasn't in any way surprising that they, they were they were setting this up for for Anna Jay's return. And I was wrong, by the way. I, I thought the um, I thought there were 17 slots filled for the Casino Battle Royal. They're 19. Oh, bastard. And Riho returned on AEW Dark after Dynamite tonight. So that's probably 20. So it's just going to be it's just going to be Ruby. Yep. I'm a, they, I will, they, can I, just, they, can, they can seriously just debut Lana in the match with Kingston and yeah. And Miro and like Miro and, could be in danger and and, I, I, and I Perry's the one who turns the tide to help him retain his title. I wouldn't, you know, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if the Iconics or the Inspiration, you know, they could. I wouldn't be surprised if they go to Impact either because knockouts tag are, title. They got tag titles there, and knockouts are set up well there. So, and it's my understanding that they have their their visa situation handled. Yeah, they do, and it's not it's not tied to any company. So like they, they settled it on their own. Yep. So now like companies can fight over them instead of, you know, them needing a company to stay here. And I think that, I think that's a huge thing for them. Yep. Uh, They're definitely getting close to returning their, uh, their training over at flatbacks, which is, uh, uh, Breeze and Sean Spears is wrestling school. So, uh, Jade Cargill and Nyla Rose attacking Thunder Rosa. So, there's a, a little partnership, and maybe uh, Thunder finds a friend sometime soon. Uh, then the main event Bucks and the Brothers against Lucha Brothers and Jurassic Express, your typical chaotic eight man ma- match at, in, in AEW. And, uh, uh, the bad guys get the win. Uh, Kenny Omega comes out. They lower the cage and beat the shit out of everybody. Uh, Christian came out and uh, uh, Frankie came out. Everybody came out. Um, and then they're trying to get some reinforcements, but uh, Cutler of all people held them off with the spray. Uh, and uh, we, we go to the credits while uh, the, the elite is standing tall in the cage. And after the, uh, uh, after the uh, TV went off in the air, video surfaced of Tony Khan getting angry at the elite uh, on the on the ramp that did not air on TV. So uh, it'll probably show up on uh, AEW socials here probably later on tonight as well. Very interesting, but a very good go home show, right, Matt? Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was I thought it was a great episode of Dynamite. I know some people thought last week's episode wasn't great. I enjoyed it. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't an amazing episode of Dynamite or whatever, but it was still can't be everywhere. You know, it was still it was still enjoyable and fun. Yeah. So like now it's just like this week. I thought they rebounded. I thought they had a really great show, and I'm very excited to uh, to see Rampage on Friday and All Out on Sunday, and it's gonna be a good time. Only we'll had by all. Yeah. If you will. If you will. Speaking of Dusty, let's talk a little. Uh, let's talk about NWA. Yeah, too. I did not watch Empower yet, uh, but oh, that's I heard, the only one I'd want to talk about. <laughs> I heard it was good though. Empower was excellent. NWA seventy three did everything it could to put me to fucking sleep. 
that show was trash. Yeah. Um, NWA 73 was was all right. I, I didn't think it was good at all. It was all right. I thought I, I, very, I very much enjoyed Empower. Uh, the only thing I didn't like about Empower was the commentary. And that train wreck carried over into uh, NWA 73. So, Oh, uh, was it uh, Joe Gatto, Velvet Sky, and, and Tim Storm on Empower as well? Yeah, and a lot of times they had like a four-man booth too. Like mm-hmm. they were rotating people in and out. And they had some guy, I don't even remember his fucking name. But yeah, they're just fucking terrible, dude. Just terrible shit. Yeah, it was it was it was not the greatest, but um there was a couple of bright spots. I thought Chris Adonis and James Storm had a good match for the NWA national title. Uh I thought that was actually a real damn good it was a damn good, it was a fifteen minute good it was a good pay-per-view match to be honest with you. I thought Camille and Chelsea green was really good. Um, and I thought Trevor Murdoch and Nick Aldis was a really good title match. Those outside of those three matches, it was, <laughs> it was not good. Like the, the battle Royale was boring as fuck. How the fuck do you make a battle Royale boring? They made and, and some boring ass, Dude, the fact that JTG didn't win that fucking battle royal is a perfect highlight of everything that is wrong with the NWA. And you got some boring, generic creator wrestler that makes, uh, you know, that makes create. It gives creator wrestlers a bad name. That's how generic this guy was. It's fucking trash, dude. Uh, he was a some, trash. some dude from Impact. I can't remember who it was. He like I was to... totally bored in the Battle Royal with the whole time. I was thinking, well, at least JTG is going to win this. At least JTG is going to win this. And then they didn't fucking let him win. Yeah, and I'm I thought... like, what the fuck is this company thinking? Yeah, I so, thought. But then, then I remember this is the same fucking company that has Tyrus as a fucking champion oh. and Velvet Sky on commentary. Oh. So. Velvet, yeah, she's not good on. Dude, I love. Sorry, bully. I love Velvet Sky as a wrestler, as a human being. Sorry, bully. Personality. Sorry, bully. Love Velvet. Sorry, bully. Commentator, she just isn't good. Drizzling shit. And I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry about it. Drizzling shit. I want her. I want her to get better. Like I really want her to get better, but like, don't I. There's a whole bunch of people that are just flooding her timeline this weekend, telling her about how great of a job she did. I had to turn off her retweets because she was retweeting everybody that told her how great of a job she did. And I just continued to bite my tongue over (laughs) and over and over again. (laughs) And now you have no tongue. Yeah. Uh, And God, I I love Velvet to death, but my God. Tyrus looked like shit in the ring too. The only, the only thing of why I saw they didn't do JTG is because he's already held that title. Um, I I could I I would have almost rather have Mims win it. I figured it was going to come down to JTG and Mims. Then you had this mystery guy, and this mystery guy turns out to be the most boring fucking jobber in the world. They just have Father James Mitchell with him. 
uh and then the tag the tag match was boring me to death too it's just yeah there were three matches on the card i liked um i thought chelsea looked good against camille and uh damn i thought trevor and nick did a damn good job and i did not think trevor was gonna win but uh it was a hell of a a hell of a bulldog off that top rope to end a thousand and forty day reign as NWA champion. And I know Matt's happy because Nick Aldis is now not no longer your national champion. You're no, your world's champion. So I know that makes Matt happy. Well, I, I wish I could say I was thrilled with Trevor Murdoch. Hey, I like Trevor Murdoch. Being a world champion in the year 2021. Trevor Murdoch but is here, NWA. Here we man. Are, pal. Trevor- Look, and you just proved my point about why I don't like the company. The NWA needs to get out of its time machine where it thinks it's still in the 1970s and it needs to come into 2021 and update their television product. Uh, I've uh, as good as impact as good as Empower was on Saturday was just yeah. as bad as NWA 73 was the following night. I got a I got a four day weekend coming up. Uh, though two of those weekends are going to be drunken fantasy football drafting bashes. Um, but I got, I got Monday and Tuesday off as well. So I'll I'll get in power in and and maybe I'll bring it up a little. I think you'll really, I think you'll really enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, forgot what I was going to say. Must've been good. Oh, impact. Have I missed anything on impact lately? It's been, I've been so damn busy. I haven't watched it. Like I told you off the air. Yeah. I watched the show. Yeah. I re I remember feeling like I enjoyed it. Yeah, but almost a week later, with all the wrestling I consume, yeah, in wrestling, professional wrestling being my job, yeah, I'm just writing about pro wrestling nonstop six days a week. I don't remember a single fucking thing that happened on that show last week. So like nothing. Major... I, I'm not saying that as an insult to Impact. I just it's... legitimately don't remember anything that happened. So you're saying that's not an insult; it's just a fact of life. Dummy. Sure, yeah. Elijah. Yeah. Let's go with that. Yeah. Uh, so nothing major, no major developments that you can think of or anything. It's just going on. Just, it's just there and it's good product. Uh, yeah. Like, I don't remember, I don't remember saying, oh man, this is bad or anything like that. And I looked when that when something's bad, I, the, mm. the funny, here's the funny thing. I tend to remember more when something is bad. <laughs> yeah. But like nothing major has happened then yet then though, I either when, at the same I time do when you know something you know something's just solid or good yeah but like nothing's majors happened either you're saying i can't recall of anything major no i really can't and maybe something did happen and i'll feel bad about it later but right now as i sit here and talk to you right now i swear to you i don't remember a single thing that happened on 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 impact last week well there are some rumors of major things happening possibly buddy matthews and ron Strowman, adam Shear coming to impact dude anybody that believed that shit needed to be slapped alongside their head uh adam just Shearer. fucking scott the more drunk in a baseball game ha! we got a and, and fuckers decided like oh yeah this is news it's not fucking news he's just gotta, fucking trolling we got uh we got some adam sheer news later on uh, a little pay-per-view announcement for you that's something did you watch the first uh no one no. What no bad. desire. And you're an EC3 L- fan. L- Dude, I saw the thing with Moose on Impact. That was enough for I me. I liked it. Shit, I like that. 
I didn't really care for that one. So I was like, if that's what these, if that's what the series is going to be, I don't need to see them. Uh, it, I will watch EC3 and Reign of Honor, and I will continue to support him there. But this whole weird gimmick that he's doing on on, on the side, it just, it's not my thing. Uh, if I could sum NXT up for you, it's it's Boring. there. Yeah, there is. And the ratings so, went up though, so good for uh, them. It the is rate, it, the ratings, the demo, <clears throat> and their ranking for Tuesday all went up last night. There was absolutely so, there was absolutely no interesting storylines going on in NXT right now outside of Gargano finally accepting Dexter. Well, Lewis. kind of. He will eventually. It's getting. There. I don't know because the whole reports were that they were planning on making Gargano the top heel. Yeah, I heard of that. the NXT rebrand going forward. I would prefer them not to do that. Um, I would much rather see Gargano positioned as a babyface. Because he's so fucking entertaining. I'd much rather but, see him leave after his contract's up. Well, we don't know when his contract's up. So, uh, you, uh, uh, so I guess let's just get into the shit right now. I tried to get Sean Ross Sapp to spill the beans on earlier today. On the list goes on. On they were, ta- they were taking fan questions, and I was re- like, regarding, after Adam, I was like, well, after Adam Cole gets signed, who's the next? Oh. Who's going to be the next hottest free agent in professional wrestling? And he's like, you're not getting that one out of me, pal. I'm like, hey, I tried. But, buddy, I tried. Buddy knows. No, I think, I, I think, I think Sap very well knows because he almost said who it was during the uh, list in your boy Wednesday afternoon. He said, oh, shit, I can't say that yet. He cut, he cut himself off. So he already knows who it's going to be, but we don't. So, so my my open said welcome to NXT's funeral. Why is that? Because uh, Fightful Select reported today that Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard are going to be taking over NXT. Yes, they are. I, I, w- I want to stop. I want to stop you there. Right, hold on. Re- no, hold on. Reported by Fightful. Hold on. I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. It was reported by the Wrestling Observer that Bruce Pritchard and Vince McMahon will be producing NXT and Dave Meltzer added that McMahon and Pritchard are going to be behind the big decisions of NXT, not the little ones. Uh, They will be behind the marketing, the promotion and the direction and they will be booking their role will be booking only the top guys. So (laughs) Gargano is going to be a top heel. He's going to be under Vince's thumb. Hey, uh, Fightful though also came out and uh, Fightful select uh, Fightful spoke to numerous talents and they said uh, they've yet to been informed that this is happening ah, surprise uh, yeah but they also followed up that report with with being informed that Bruce Pritchard's visiting the Capitol Wrestling Center this weekend Yep, and so where, there, where there's smoke there's fire there's something to the Wrestling Observer's reports yep. and look in my new line of work, I am very anal about giving proper credit to where sources come from. So just bear with me, pal. If you get it wrong, I'm going to say something. I can't help it. Yeah, it's, you a gotta tr- let, it's a, it's a you, trigger thing for me now. You got to let me trigger finish. Thing. You got to let me finish. But you, you um, said it wrong. NXT <laughs> this, I was not done. NXT this week, uh, the, uh, I guess, second to last show at as we know it, <laughs> um, there's one more. They have one more tape show next week, and then they then they then, go back. Then we go. Then we the then we go all. Then we go all colorful. 
with, with, with the PBS version of NXT. <laughs> Barney's coming out. Uh, hey, kids. Uh, Mandy Rose, the beautiful Mandy Rose, along with the beautiful Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. Uh, uh, th- th- that faction has no name yet, but they're... Uh, They'll have uh, one. They'll have one eventually. Yeah. Uh, Mandy Rose taking on Saray. And uh, Saray kicked the shit out of Mandy Rose so hard that the internet thought Mandy Rose was legit hurt. No, it was kayfabe. Um, yeah, but it, it ended up in a count out. Tomasa Champa cutting a, a, a good. Actually, start. really enjoy, I actually really enjoyed that match. By the way, yeah, yeah. I thought um, it really showcased how far uh, how far Mandy's come because they have, didn't really let her work on the main roster, right? So I, I thought her. I thought her and Saray had a pretty damn good match. I would have uh, liked that actual finish, but eh, what can you do? Uh, we'll get one eventually because that feud is going on. We'll get more on that later. But uh, a guy you're going to see a lot more of, uh, a guy I like, uh, I, I, a guy that reminds me of uh, a young Wade Barrett, uh, Duke Hudson, uh, who was in that a breakout tournament. He takes he took on Kyle O'Reilly in a, a pretty a pretty good lengthy match here on NXT. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly getting the win with a knee bar. Um, but I like Duke Hudson. I think he is going to be uh, a star going forward on that company. I uh, don't get this love for Duke Hudson. Really? At all. Like, really? I'm seeing everybody on the internet kiss this dude's ass, acting like he's the second coming to some fucking great WWE superstar. And I, look, maybe I'll see it six months from now, but right now, I don't fucking see anything <clears throat> in Duke Hudson. Well, he is creator wrestler number eight. You know, well, he, if you've if you've listened I, to the show, I think he's bland as fuck. If you listen to the show for three hundred episodes, you know that I'm usually onto those things sooner than Matt. That's bullshit. Nope, that's ain't. bullshit. Nope, that that's bullshit. I was on to Corbin before you were, and he was popped out at Elias, and then he blew up. Yeah, you know. I got, Dude, you're I got, on the two people that I'm still not on to. I'm on a, I got a big list. I know. That's bullshit, dude. You're bullshit. Ilya <laughs> Dragunov saying he's going to the UX, uh, the UXT. <laughs> you, I just look, look, people can go back and listen to episode 297, 100 episodes from now, when Duke Hudson's working in Impact Wrestling or somewhere <laughs> after being released. Right, okay? Right. Uh... Ilya Dragunov saying he's heading back to the UK. Everybody's saying don't go. Um, he says he'll be back, though. I'll be back. Kaylee Ray with a little sit-down interview. Uh, he's going to go hang out with Pac in the fucking UK for a bit, I guess. Right? Fucking Pac. Stop traveling back and forth between countries during a global pandemic, Pac. Uh, Grayson Waller is apparently the new tag partner for Drake Maverick. They took on Imperium and lost. Um, Gargano and LA Knight had a good match, probably the highlight of NXT last week or last night. I did think I thought that was, yeah, that Mandy were yeah, that get, Mandy and Champa winning in the main event were probably my three highlights of the show. Yeah, if they would have gave Mandy a little more time and had a finish, it probably would have been a little better. Uh, they gave Knight and Gargano about 15 minutes with uh, L.A. Knight getting the win. Yeah, against a former NXT champion. Uh, MSK telling Regal that they want Lorcan and Birch for the tag titles. 
Regal says, okay. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez squashed Jesse Kamea. So uh, she's defeated uh, all, all, of, uh, all of that little group except uh, maybe Frankie Monet. Maybe we can get a little title feud going there, Matt. I wouldn't mind that. I wish Frankie Monet would work more. Right? Like, I wish they'd let her rack up some damn wins. Like, she's hardly worked at all on NXT. Uh, looks like Ember Moon's going to set up a little feud with Kaylee Ray. Or a squash match. Yeah. Samoa Joe uh, sit like, down I, here. I feel bad for poor Ember Moon. Like, all they do is beat her to Right? People. Yeah, took her tag partner away, and now... That whole shot. Talk about someone. Talk about someone who would benefit from another company. Right. That whole shot. I think, I think Ember Moon would crush it in AEW. It's like it's like Ember and Shotzi work so well together, and then you put her put her with. I mean, I love I love Tegan Knox, but her and Shotzi are just not that good together. They don't work as well together as Ember and Shotzi. Vin- oh my another- god! Have you seen Matt Cardona's new shirt? No. He, 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 he went the John Cena route. Oh. Remember when he's um, been fucking he's been he's been tweeting John Cena lyrics all day. No, do you do you remember when Cena had that shirt like that was the Cena hate shirt? And like I hate Cena, I've seen enough or whatever, and WWE was selling them, and all the idiots that were buying them were really just putting money in John Cena's pockets. Yeah. Look at look at his new shirt. I just I just put it in the chat. <laughs> oh, uh, if, uh, if if people are dumb enough to buy that, like the GCW morons that hate him, if they're dumb enough to buy that, and line his pockets. That's fucking hysterical. Well, as uh, as Cardona said on his Instagram uh, caption, "Come on, Marks, put your money where your mouth is." <laughs> oh man, uh, what when is Cardona wrestling this weekend? He's got to be in uh, Chicago. He's got to be. He's got to be defending that belt in Chicago, right? I, I don't know. I think GCW actually had a show earlier tonight, and I know I don't. I don't think he was oh, on it. I thought the first GCW show was Thursday this week. I don't. Freaking March. I said there was one tonight. Maybe. Oh. Maybe. Well, they have like they have like they have like. I don't. Eight. I don't follow GCW like everybody else does. They so. have. They have like eight shows this week. So. That's insane, dude. Fuck you, Matt. Mark Cho's going to buy that shirt, I bet you. How much you bet? He better, he better not. I take that shirt personally, damn it. <laughs> and, I, and I don't get any fucking money for it. Nope. Nope, you don't. You don't. He's going to buy it. Watch it. I bet you he will. Because I'm going to tell him to. Better not. Better not. Back to NXT. Uh, Samoa Joe sat down with Wade Barrett. Um, Did you just say NXT sat down with Wade Barrett? Samoa Joe sat down with Wade okay. Barrett. Got it. Uh, <laughs> talked about the tryouts in Vegas. Uh and uh, saw his family, and um, this was a weird promo. 
yeah, it really didn't. It didn't really set anything in motion. Like to me, nothing, this was nothing tonight. Nothing on this NXT set anything in motion. To be honest, I'm I'm curious if we saw our first glance last night at corporate Samoa Joe. Oh, like like a corporate Samoa Joe gimmick, and he's going to be like a heel on NXT going forward. Like I'm I like just something about. Something about the promo, yeah, screamed, uh, screamed corporate, corporate huh. Samoa Joe to me. And maybe I'm wrong, and maybe I'm reading too much into it. And and um, motherfucker, you had to message Marcho about the shirt already. He's yeah. already messaging me. You son, you son of a bitch, you son of a bitch. Look. Look, if we only have one person watching our show live because everybody else is watching all the other more popular people in a few weeks, I guarantee you Marcho will fucking be there marking out in the damn chat. Yeah, I need to tell him about that. I need to tell him about that. My God, you tell him about the potential live show, but you fucking told him about the damn fucking fuck you Matt shirt, <laughs> son of a bitch. Priorities. <laughs> uh the jacket man i Jiro took on uh Roderick strong who now has a couple of more friends the creed brothers i like i like the creed brothers i think they fit better than uh uh tyler rusted uh in the diamond mind so i think uh so i like i like hatchiman hatchimura hatchim i said hatchiman is it is it is it hatchiman or hatchimura i always thought it was hatchiman i don't know fuck i don't know but anyways uh roger strong taking him on making making light work of the jacket man uh eos eos shirai and zoe stark i just don't get it matt not clicking for me i love Zo- i like zoe stark shit but it's just not working for me man i want casey and caden to win next week you think they're gonna win though I, I like I like I told honestly like I told you last night WWE's done a tremendously incredible job of making me not give a single fuck about either of their women's tag team divisions. Yeah. So I I don't fucking care. And I was so excited when this company introduced women's tag team titles. And they've done and they, shit. And they've just and they've just fucking ruined it all. Uh, so my problem is I think that the NXT's got a hard on for this opposites attract story. So they're gonna fucking win. And but Casey and Caden deserve it. They've been a team actually for a long time, so they've actually been a goddamn team. So I don't know. We got Cameron Grimes interviewed by Mackenzie Mitchell, uh, talking about how, uh, uh, talking about the million dollar man, and then the grizzled young veterans walk up with a fake million dollar title and they mocked Grimes for having the toy title and, and Grimes drops the title on Gibson's foot. And uh, we got a weird sound effect that went along with it. And uh, then Grimes tossed some money and left. I wonder who, who, who are they going to obviously we're leading to a tag match with the grizzled young veterans. So who on the NXT roster would you want to see paired up with Cameron Grimes to take on Gibson and, and Drake? Uh, anybody strike your fancy off the top of your head not off the top of my head no I actually I think Cameron Grimes and Drake Maverick would be an entertaining team 
Yeah, he's got a new instead of, instead of the random guy they just throw him at. Yeah, he's got some so... uh, he's got some creative wrestler for his tag partner now. Well, still and... looks better than the other guy. I can't remember his name already. What other guy? Duke fucking Hudson or whatever the fuck his name is. Duke's good. Duke fucking jobber face. Duke's good. It is Hatchman. I was right. The thing I was looking at called him Hachimura or something. I'm like, that ain't right. Hachimura. Thank you, uh, Fink. Hey. One fall. Uh, And what what's Austin Theory? Did, did he leave the way or what's going on there? Are they calling him up? He worked a, he worked a bunch of dark matches over the last few weeks, so maybe he's getting a look at to be brought back up. You know, I'm looking at the roster and uh really only one guy stands out that would be a great tag part. Two guys stand out, actually. Two guys stand out that would be great tag partners for Cameron Grimes. Uh, Trey Baxter, tremendous talent, or Odyssey Jones. That'd be a fun tag team, I think, Odyssey Jones and Cameron Grimes. Uh, what do we got next? We I, got think Ch- Odyssey, I think Odyssey Jones is getting called up, too. He was working right? a bunch of dark matches as well. Yeah, Vince is like, that's God why, damn. That's why, I was pretty, that's why I was pretty sure he was going to lose the finals. Yeah. yeah, Vince is like, God damn, I like that big guy. Uh. Tomasa Champa and Ridge Holland with a great main event. Uh, they got uh, about 12 minutes there. Uh, I'm surprised that Champa went over because they've been pushing Ridge pretty hard lately. But uh, uh, Champa with the Willows Bell uh, getting the win in a very good uh, main event. Uh, after the match, uh, Champa getting worked on uh, by the guys when MSK made the save. Of course, MSK taking on uh Lorcan and Birch next week for the tag titles so that made the save there and I immediately thought oh look the kids came to save dad (laughs) well there's your NXT for the week good show but zero interesting story progressions some good matches but yeah just absolutely going nowhere I don't know if they're if they're just holding shit to the vest for the reboot or what are what they're doing I don't know you tell me Matt uh-huh. SmackDown, the A show. Now it's definitely the A show after Vince is getting his hands on NXT, right? Yeah, I don't think you could even debate that. I bet you now Vince spends less time on SmackDown. I bet he devotes more time on on uh, on his USA shows. Just thinking. Oh, the man comes out. Big pop. Oh, look, oh, we're trying to make her a heel. That, that worked for the crowd there. They didn't really boo her. Uh, she did do some heel things, though, like uh, didn't accept the challenge of Bianca Belair and whatnot. But uh, uh, anyways, uh, and uh, we ended up getting a, a fatal four-way elimination match with uh, two gr- two of the four women who lose all the fucking time. And then Bianca Belair and Liv Morgan. And so, predictably, it came down to Bianca Belair and Liv Morgan, which had a great final, too, uh, with Bianca getting the win. I thought I thought uh, Bianca and Liv worked really well together, didn't they, Matt? Yeah, but, I mean, when, 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 does, when does Bianca ever have a bad match? True. 
and Liv Morgan has improved mm-hmm. leaps and bounds to the point yeah. where she's crim- she is criminally underrated right now. Yeah, and the the crowd get is she's the crowd gets behind her too, man. It's only a matter of time. Only I a matter. Think that but the crowd right. got behind her going into Money in the Bank, and then they fucking took her off TV afterwards. <laughs> yeah. You How can't. dare you get over? How yeah. dare you get over? You can't get over on your own. Just ask Matt Cardona. I'll fucking get over. I'll fucking take you off TV. That'll I'll, fucking show you. I'll take your internet show away. Y'all fucking bitches. Uh, Paul Heyman pacing around backstage, shitting his pants because, well, Brock Lesnar showed up. Uh, My God, pal. And the uh, the Usos don't believe him that he had no idea. Do you believe him? Yes. See, it's very hard to me. It's it's very hard to believe Paul Heyman in base value. So yes, yes, yes. But he is scared shitless of Roman Reigns. So I don't think he would betray the tribal chief. I am just putting that out there that we ain't doing a betrayal. Yeah, I don't know. Dude, to me, I just I don't trust Paul Heyman as far as I can throw. Well, that's you so, you have a good point. Just ask Tommy Dreamer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, or anybody he's interacted with over the past 20 plus years. Just ask Bully Ray. But uh but at the same time, just looking at the story, looking at how things have played out, looking at how Paul Heyman acts with No. Nah, uh Paul Heyman acts differently with Roman Reigns than he did with Brock Lesnar. He is scared. I would, agree with, I would agree with that. He is scared shitless. He is not turning on Brock or he's not turning on Roman to rejoin Brock. I do not we'll, see that. We'll see. Like I said, I, 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 Paul Heyman's history tells me to never be 100% confident in where his loyalties lie. So, uh, I guess we're putting Cesaro back in the tag division and after a, a good push, because, uh, He's, I guess, feuding with Gable and Otis now. Who's his partner? You can't say he's back in the tag division until he has a partner. Well, somebody's got to help him out. Can't be getting two-on-one every week. I don't know who is his partner. It's Adam Cole, baby. It's the party. It's Adam Cole. Adam Cole, baby. This is like, I know what we're going to do with you, pal. We're going to bring you up. We're going to start in a tag team with that Swiss guy. Nicole's Challenge? Like, Nicole's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I, I love Swiss, but I see bigger things for me than being in a tag team with a guy that you don't push. So There is absolutely nobody on the SmackDown roster that you could pair him with. Well, unless, unless lucky for t- him, the draft is in a month. Yeah. So he just has to take an ass me for another four weeks. The only two people that would come to mind right now are Kevin Owens. Or if you turn Sami Zayn face. Those would be it. Kevin Owens and Cesaro would be a pretty sweet team, to be honest with you. <laughs> and uh after being uh bomb ass baron corbin for a while he hit it big in vegas and now he is happy corbin what'd you think of happy corbin Meh. i liked it 
I liked it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the whole, I enjoyed the whole thing with him. So uh, I'm excited to see where it goes. I, so far I'll say so far, so good. I look, I'll definitely be open-minded to see where it goes, (sighs) but I wasn't impressed. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Uh, he tried to buy the, the money in the bank case off of Biggie. Biggie said, uh, stuff it. And, um, And then uh, that was it. Biggie threatened some violence and Corbin said, I'm good. I'll get out of here with my, my money and my fancy hat. Uh, Seth Rollins wearing a, uh, some kind of animal around his neck and uh, looking quite weird, uh, cr- quite crazy. Um, told uh, edge. Thank you. And, uh, had a creepy smile on his face. So uh be interesting to see where Seth Rollins goes from here. That was a little weird. We got uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs uh, taking on the Dirty Dogs. And uh, I tell you what, Rick Boogs has looked good in the ring last couple weeks. Uh, and uh, they have showcased him pretty well in the last couple weeks as well as he got the pinfall in this match uh, with uh, him and Nakamura getting the win. Uh, Naomi, welcome to SmackDown. Sonya Deville didn't care. I, I seriously, as much as she's like been getting into it with like Liv Morgan and now Naomi, I, I think we're getting close to having Sonya back into the ring, don't you think, Matt? That's what I'm hoping for. That's exactly what I'm hoping for. Uh, Dominic Mysterio against Sami Zayn. Sami getting the win. Uh, we're, we're ever getting ever so closely to, to Dominic turning on his father. It's happening. Uh, then we got the uh, the Roman Reigns family celebration, and and uh, Paul Heyman was uh, in Gorilla, not le- going out. And uh, Roman asked him uh, what he's doing, and he said it's a family celebration. And and Roman goes, "Your family, Paul." And I I almost shed a tear, Matt. Almost I almost had a tear in my eye. Finn Balor, as he should, interrupted the family celebration and and said. Uh, uh, screw you. I want a match next week. And uh, there we go. We got a match next week for the universal title. Finn Balor and Roman Reigns. Title change. <laughs> right. Who is going to take that? I don't, I, I don't want Lesnar taking that title off of, of, of Roman, but he probably will. Won't he? I'd prefer it to be Big E, but I'm not. I'm not hopeful. I'd prefer it to be somebody up and coming because Reigns has not been pinned since almost two years. Reigns has not been pinned in a singles match. Um, last guy to beat him, Baron Corbin in 2019. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I really don't want Brock to beat him, but who knows? Who knows when Brock's going to be back? Shit, people thought he was going to show up on SmackDown. He didn't, so. Uh, Monday Night Raw. Yeah, it happened. Uh, what do you think of the uh, Nikki A.S.H. and Rhea Ripley tag team? No comment. <laughs> no comment. We did uh, we did get a very good triple threat match between Damian Priest, Sheamus, and Drew McIntyre. 
And uh, if there were any doubts that uh, Damian Priest is getting a rocket shoved up his ass, he pinned Drew McIntyre uh, for the win there. So there, uh, there was that tremendous match that I got 20 minutes as well. Uh, but yeah, pinning the former champ, uh, pinning basically Vince's golden boy the last year. That's uh, that's got to say something, doesn't it? Yeah, I would, I would certainly say so. Like I, I've been a big proponent over the last couple months about how well WWE is treating and protecting Damian Priest. And I thought, uh, I thought Monday was a perfect example of that. <laughs> Charlotte Flair and Nia Jax turned into a shoot fight. <laughs> Uh, always something when Nia isn't there. Uh, we got AJ Styles and Xavier Woods. I wish they had gotten more time though. Uh, but I mean, it's good that they're putting they're putting Woods in a lot of big singles matches the the past year though, so I'm kind of happy for that. And uh, Raw Tag Championships, RK Bro against Lashley and MVP. Uh, pretty good match to end Raw with uh rk bro getting the win there so yeah it's just your typical ho-hum raw as usual as we head into headlines uh the big news is out of today unfortunately a dream match has been pulled from all out due to travel issues we kind of touched on it briefly but andrade el idolo against pack has been pulled as uh, pack is stuck in the uk That means the, um, as a result, the Women's Casino Battle Royal is going to be moved up to the main card, and a replacement match for the buy-in will then soon be announced. Probably, uh, if, uh, if we uh, judge it based on watching Dynamite tonight, it could be Orange Cassidy and Matt Hardy rematch, but uh, we'll see. Awesome news came out today from Fightful uh, Select here. That uh, in, uh, internally, it is uh, being planned that WrestleMania 38 in uh, Dallas, Texas is going to be set up for two nights again. This time, it'll be the first time it'll be two nights in front of a full capacity crowd, uh, April 2nd and April 3rd. And uh, I think, Matt, we're both on the same page of that's good news, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. This was definitely the right call. Because Jesus Christ, sitting there for eight hours. Uh, uh, that one last WrestleMania that was one night, it was like almost eight hours, wasn't it? Yeah, it's way too fucking long. Yeah. The two night shows are a much more digestible yep. way. And WWE can make more money by holding two shows, making people buy two tickets instead of one. I mean, it should be a win for them all the way, all the way around. Exactly. Uh, more people running through the merch booth, uh, more people going to act, you know, everything. Um, Braun Strowman's first post WWE match is going to be on a pay-per-view through Vimeo, uh, EC3's second free of the narrative pay-per-view, uh, which will be $10. It's going to be Friday, October 1st, where Adam Shear takes on EC3. Uh, the free of the narrative, the first one, of course, had uh, EC3 take on Matt Cardona. And it's available on Fight TV, and they actually reduced the price of the first one down to five bucks. If you want to go check that out as well, uh, CM Punk uh, shooting down the rumors of his wife AJ Lee returning to the ring says that uh, that uh, he says uh, basically quote unquote I just want to say no just because of her neck. The reason why she stopped wrestling is because of her neck. She's got a bad neck, and you know you wouldn't want to jeopardize your health, and neither would she. 
And she would, so we'll just put it into that rumor right now. Yep. Got to half believe him though. Cause otherwise you would have figured she probably would have wrestled by now anyways. Right. If she, if she could, right, Matt. Yeah. I look at this point, just like punk said the same thing about her, her neck in 2018. Yeah. So, I mean, at this point, like he had no reason to lie then and he's not changing the story now. So like to me, I'm just taking him at his word. Oh, the ever, the ever popular Danhausen has filed a trademark for very nice, very evil, for wrestling and merchandising purposes. And uh, Danhausen has a CM Punk shirt on the uh, on the PWT site. Did you see that? On what? Did you see Danhausen's CM Punk T-shirt on PWTs? Yeah, he's had that for he's had that for a while. Oh, has he? Yeah, that's not new. They must be re. Like yeah, they're well, they're promoting. trying to they're trying to put yeah, they're re-promoting and pushing it out now. We've had that for a while. Adam Cole's a free agent, as uh, some people know. Uh Pat McAfee uh, doing his best to try to give a brother a job and and, and oh, off- yeah, that, yeah, that's what he was doing. <laughs> offers offers Adam Cole a uh, legit contract offer uh, to be an assistant to his assistants on his uh, radio show for twenty two thousand dollars a year. Uh, but no benefits and but you'll be able to build your resume. <laughs> so if he didn't go to AEW, I would have loved for him to go to SmackDown and redo that that feud, though. Not interested. Uh keep keep McAfee in the boot. Of course, the guys behind me got spayed. Get well, get well soon, McAfee. By the way, yeah, yeah. Uh, down with COVID. It looks like he's getting better though. He was uh, he's been hosting. His, he's been back on his show and stuff. So uh, he'll probably be. Uh, back on smackdown maybe next week uh or the week after uh you got you got spade and rabies behind me from the great heels show uh cm punk had uh recently spoke uh in a uh, they did a, a screening for episode three in chicago actually and uh sports key does kev callum had asked him uh who who uh what was the uh, ricky rabies kind of modeled after and uh punk kind of shot back at kev and asked him well, who do you think? And uh, Kevin said uh, he, he thought immediately Terry Funk and Michael P.S. Hayes. And he's like, yeah, that's two out of the three. And then uh, I think a couple of people, maybe Frank the Clown might have said something smart ass. <laughs> and then uh, someone else nailed it. Tracy Smothers. And yep. uh, so uh, th- those are the uh, the guys that are behind Ricky Rabies. Uh, Heels is a, a tremendous show. Uh, the one with Punk was a, a good uh, that was tremendous, wasn't it, Matt? The Punk show. He did a good job of that character, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Some good news for Drew McIntyre fans. I'm afraid I've got some good news. Thanks, thanks, Barrett. Uh, Broken Dreams might be coming back. The uh, the great uh, uh, theme from Drew McIntyre. Uh, that was done by Shaman's Harvest. If you remember, that band had a few hits back in the day. Uh, that was the his original song, I believe. Um, fucking great song, and uh, a lot of people have been pushing for that to come back. And uh, Drew says it may now come back. So good to hear. Uh, now we just need uh, Lobster Head, right, Matt? Dude, Lobster Head should have never gone away. Right, right. Uh. 
AEW Dynamite. Uh, CM Punk's uh, first debut there, uh, debut on Dynamite last week. 1.172 million. So they got back over the million mark after a couple weeks away from the million mark. A uh, 0.48 in the demo as well. Uh, Monday Night Raw dipped down to 1.9 million this week. Uh, they were down from uh, 2 million the week before. Uh, NXT did uh, for the second straight week went up amazingly uh, 717,000 uh, the demo at a 0.17 though poultry 0.17 uh, heels uh, audience kind of hard to gauge the audience though because it's a pay cable channel but uh, uh, heels pulling in 94,000 and a lot of people say uh, that heels uh, a lot of uh, audiences for stars gets done through their app and streaming and stuff so it's kind of hard to really gauge that uh, Rampage uh, fell back down after the debut of Punk. 722,000, though, on a Friday night at 10 o'clock Eastern. Still not a bad number because uh, they won cable on Friday night with the demo at 0.34. So they got to be happy about that. Uh, Brock Lesnar has uh, some contract information and whatnot. Uh, he has been is going to be brought in as a babyface, and he is going to be in for... Roughly, I think they said eight to twelve matches during uh, 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 eight. Is it uh, eighteen months? Is that the number they gave for the contract, Matt? A year and a half. Yeah. Shows the power of Brock Lesnar being able to make weird, weird, randomized deals like that. You can take CM Punk for the payday. Right. <laughs> yeah, Vince hit that. Hit that. Broke that Brock uh, Brock emergency glass there. Uh, All Out is coming to a theater near you as well, uh, September 5th. Uh, some participating theaters include Cinemark, AMC, Harkins, Galaxy, Marcus, Imagine, uh, Studio Movie Grill, and Cineopolis. So uh, go check your local movie theater. You might be able to see AEW's All Out in the theater. Yeah, I'm, I'm just watching in my house. I'm already going to the theaters once this weekend. I am unfortunately not going to be able to watch it live because I got a fantasy football draft that night. So you can do fantasy. You can do a fantasy football draft instead of watching all out live. Well, it, it's the uh, big money one that we all get that we get together for. Uh, it's a live draft, and it's oh, always it's always shit. the sun. It's always the Sunday of Labor Day. That's why I hate that they fucking do pay per views on holidays. AEW does. I hate I hate that they do pay per views on holidays. So I've always got shit going on half the time. And this is a good point. So I will not be able to watch All Out Live. Dude, if I couldn't watch All Out Live, I would be very, very upset. Uh, the inspiration. Cassie Lee, Jesse McKay announced that uh, dates and cities are coming soon as they're getting <sighs> ready to make their return to pro wrestling. Bray Wyatt is uh, no longer with the company, but uh, that didn't stop the fiend from getting some new merch as uh, the Christmas fiend Funko pop came out. (laughs) Uh, uh, Smackdown going to be bumped in October for the, uh, the, uh, for the baseball playoffs, the world series, or actually, I don't know if it's the world series at that time, but uh, yeah, it is. 
late October. It's got to be the World Series. Yeah, October 15th and 29th will be moved to FS1. 15th and 20. That is 15th and 22nd. I said 15th and 29th, according to PW Insider. So they might be wrong on that. Because uh, the fucking World Series don't last two weeks. That doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I'll look into it later. Sasha Banks is uh, not scheduled to return to TV this week. Uh, they're hoping for her to return by the MSG show on the 10th of September next week. Well, the God and... Uh, wonder, no, still no word on to why she's been gone. There's been a lot of absences that have been nobody's... no Like, there's with no explanation. Kofi, Scarlett, Sasha. It's like... You wonder if Vince is just pulling people off TV to troll the internet or something. I don't know. There's just no rhyme or reason to it, but probably something with Sasha because obviously they had changed the SummerSlam match. The thing is, I can't help but think any anytime someone's off TV out of nowhere right now, I can't help but think COVID. Yeah, and it's like just, it's just the world the world we live in now. You like your mind just immediately goes there every single time. You can't help it. Yeah, like Meltzer said. Um, like Meltzer said, WWE knew eight days in advance that Sasha was not going to be at SummerSlam. So, uh, all right, moving along. Uh, NWA returning to pay per view on December fourth for Hot Times Part Two be hard times watching that pay-per-view <laughs> oh boy what'd you what'd you think about flair though on that on that pay-per-view that's probably the best thing on that show because we didn't have to listen to the commentary during it just, just, just rick flair shooting for five minutes shit that was longer than five minutes i think it was 10 was it like, yeah I don't, I don't remember how long it was but he it was, was lengthy he was definitely shooting pal yeah Billy Corgan goes, uh, when Ric Flair's in the NWA ring, he can say whatever the hell he wants. <laughs> uh, Ric Flair's, uh, speaking of Ric Flair, how about that for a segue? Ric Flair's going to be in Chicago for All Out this weekend. Um, where he... Yeah, actually- but now the match, like, the match he was there for, kind of... Right. Pack, you think he I was gonna? Five. You think you think he was gonna be a company Andrade to ringside? I hope so. Yeah, because maybe they get him another opponent. Because Flair and Andrade together in AAA made Andrade look like a fucking mega star. Right? Yeah. Maybe. Uh, maybe they get a replacement. I mean, I don't know. Uh, Miz was, uh, speaking of mysterious disappearances, Miz was not even backstage last night or Monday night at raw. He was supposed to face John Morrison. Of course, uh, the entire card of Monday night raw was torn up by Vince as usual. Uh, no word why he missed the taping though. Uh, some people wondering where Oscar has been. She's, uh, got her arm in a sling. Some must have some, some yeah, that, that, that don't look good. Yeah, that was a. That's not your normal sling either. That's no, a, that was a heavy duty fucking sling, man. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, looks like we got a name for the Queen of the Ring tournament. Looks like it's going to be called the Queen's Crown Tournament as WWE has filed the trademark for it. Hmm. The announced Broken Soul Skull Sessions episode featuring Steve Austin interviewing John Cena will no longer air on uh, the 26th of September after Extreme Rules on uh, WWE Network and Peacock. Instead, uh, they're going to air with Seth Rollins. No idea why they're doing that, but okay. Uh New releases for action figures, WWE Elite 90. Uh, oh, look, Bronson Reed. Wah, wah. Oh, look, Reckoning. Wah, wah. And then uh, Mustafa Ali, Jay Uso, Randy Orton, and Big Boss Man. And then uh, Series 125, Ember Moon, Elias, The Rock. I thought Elias was dead. Uh, Jeff Hardy and Elias is dead. Long live Elias. Don't you remember? Swerve. We didn't even get a fucking promo this week. They just gave up. Right. Like, yeah, this gimmick sucks. Just can it. Oh, I don't have it with me. I got a, uh, I got rock and sock Funko for my birthday. Oh, that's cool. I actually saw that on, uh, I think I saw that on, um, on an Ethan page blog lately. Big, yeah. With like the rock and like the, like the track suit with the title. Is that the one? Oh, uh, I have to look. I got a rock. I got a rock one as well, but I got a rock and sock one too. Yeah, it's a, it's it, was a like, it was like the rock, and it was like the rock in the tracksuit with the tight. He was like holding the title up, and it was with Foley. It looked pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, I'd be the only one with those two. Yeah. Uh, John Cena sequel to Vacation Friends, which is a brand new movie. Uh, it opened up on Hulu. Uh became the most watched original film on hulu uh they've greenlit a... which is insane because the movie looks fucking terrible <laughs> i yeah, i have not not had any desire to watch it so i had i had to write a freaking article about the trailer yeah for wrestle zone and i'm just and i was telling my boss like my god this is one of the worst trailers i've ever fucking seen <laughs> Fucking terrible. Well, they ordered like, a they ordered a sequel, I, so I'm not for me, pal. Not for me. Well, uh, every weirdo motherfucker that enjoyed that shit. Well, we heard earlier this week that, uh, of course, due to Hurricane Ida, uh, WWE's return to New Orleans has been postponed. It was scheduled for October first, I believe. Uh, now that the WWE has announced uh, that uh, their um, Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania show for Raw SmackDown on October 29th has been moved to February 22nd. That show on the 1st has been moved to Baltimore. Baltimore, yeah. Me and Daryl might be going, checking oh. out the SmackDown. Oh, oh giving, Vince, giving Vince some of your money? We might do it. That's Vin- rumored to be that's rumored to be night one of the draft. Giving Vince some of your monies. So, I've heard the draft got pushed back another month again. I don't know if that's said that. I don't know if that's true or not, though. I don't know if it's true or not, though. I haven't heard that. That would that, that would be news to me. And as someone yeah. who reports the news on a daily basis, 
There's not well, a lot of news that gets past me, sir. True, but the draft also has not been officially announced yet, so who knows? Well, yeah, the draft was supposed to be. You know, I think it was already supposed to happen. Yeah. Well, here we are. All out. We got uh, nine matches on the card. Used to be ten, but now just nine. We'll probably have ten. We just don't have that pre-show match announced yet. So, uh, so all nine matches are on the main card. Let's uh, let's kick it off. Uh, Twenty women. Twenty-one women. Uh, two to be. Two of yet to be determined. Uh, for the uh, Casino Battle Royale. Who's your pick? Oh, like an easy, an easy answer would be freaking Thunder Rosa or, or you know, so, something along those lines. But I don't know if you want to go Thunder Rosa immediately, especially if you're going to hold that off to, like, full gear. Full gear? So... But yeah, because like if you give her the title, if you, she wins the title shot now, they ain't gonna they ain't gonna freaking hold her off till full gear. They ain't doing that. I so, heard. Like, uh, I saw. Um, I saw a quote from somebody uh, that that I, I don't know if it was Thunder or Brit. It was like they're gonna it that that they're gonna revisit it, but it's not gonna be till well into next year. If they oh, do. I don't I don't believe that. I think hmm. they do it at full gear. Full gear. <laughs> I do. Remember that gimmick? Full gear. I do. Good old BTE. All right, so uh, is that your pick, Thunder Rosa? No, it's not my pick. I just explained why it's not my pick. Well, it's your pick. Um, I need the, uh, the Jeopardy theme on here. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Ty Conte. God damn it! You stole my pick. They could. They, oh, they could just give it to Ruby Soho and yeah. push her. Push her hard right out of the gate. But I'm I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with Ty Conte right now. I don't think the Joker has ever won a battle royale though in casino. No, it would be a nice it would be a nice first. Nah, yeah, crowd, I, I, crowd uh, would eat that eat that up, man. I've been saying for two weeks. I, I've been saying it for two weeks, so I'm sticking with Tay Conte. That uh, I've been saying she's gonna win for two weeks, so I'm just gonna keep it at that. But Jesus, I'm looking at that roster of who's in the match. It's like God, they're starting to round out that women's division now, aren't they? Yeah, the fact that they're able to fill pretty much fill the entire casino battle royal with people on their roster, I think that I think that's a pretty good sign about how they've built that division. So two to be determined. So Ruby and probably Riho. And Riho, yeah. That's that's. I mean, that makes the most sense. She returned on. She returned on dark tonight. I mean, it makes sense that Riho would be in there. Like, why wouldn't Riho be in there? Former. Yeah, because everybody you know, one, one of the few former AEW Women's World Champions. Because so. everybody else in the company's in it. So, John Moxley and Satoshi Kojima are going to beat the fuck out of each other. That's yes, my. Do we do we even need to predict this? No, I, that, that's my prediction. They're going to beat the fuck out of each yeah. other. <laughs> Mox, Mox, not going to win. It's just that simple. Paul White's going to beat the fuck out of QT Marshall. Marshall. That's my other prediction. Yeah, I, I do not. I do not see Tall Paul losing that. No. So, no. Chris Jericho, MJF. If Jericho loses, he has to retire from AEW in-ring competition. Matt, who you got? 
logical booking says Jericho wins this. Yeah, I initially thought. So, I, oh, I'm gonna stick with Jer- this. Is one of those matches I feel can go either way. Yeah, yeah, it can. Um, but I, I'm I'm gonna stick with I'm gonna stick with Jericho for now. Jericho got emotional when uh, he brought up the fact that this could be his last match in AEW, which he pulled pulled me in. Then Jr. got emotional tonight, so maybe he's thinking he his buddy his buddy's done. Everybody's getting emotional, man. Everybody's getting too fucking emotional. So uh, I, I I I think Chris Jericho has a lot more he wants to do in AEW. I don't think he would. I don't think he would block out Wednesdays from a tour just for commentary. Especially since he's commentating on Fridays. Yeah. Some of those some of those shows are live. So Yeah. No. Uh no. I th- I think I, I fully expect Chris Jericho to win. I don't think he's done. Uh MJF has beaten him. Three I think it would be a really anticlimactic way to go out. Right. Yeah. Like no no offense to MJF. And plus, if MJF gets another win at a big pay per view setting. What is the, what argument can be made that he shouldn't be the next in line for an AEW title shot? Mm-hmm. And a match between him and Omega doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever. No, so you it, have he has to lose. It would be you have fun to keep him out of those top rankings, and a loss mm-hmm. will do that. A pr- the promos would be fun uh, between him and Omega as heels, but it, it doesn't make sense. And, and we all know Hangman's coming back for the full gear run. So full full gear. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna go with Jericho. TNT Championship Miro versus Eddie Kingston, and uh, uh, yes, sir, uh, we're gonna we're gonna have all the Mad King rolling to New York with some gold. I'm picking Eddie Kingston. I think Miro retained. We got a we got us we got ourselves a a st- we got ourselves a little uh, disagreement for the first time finally. Splitsky. It only took to match number five for us to not agree. Steel Cage for the tag titles. Bucks and the Lucha Brothers. Matt, what do you got? I was pretty damn sure that the Bucks were winning this until they beat the Lucha Brothers pretty much clean tonight. This ain't WWE. I know, but I also can't. The Bucks could escape escape the cage like i mean is escape the cage is that a role in aew like they've only ever I done would, one cage. They've I only ever done one cage match so i'm not sure what the i would assume so okay if i could i could see the box escaping the cage instead of pinning the lucha brothers on sunday if that's an option if it's pinfall or submission i don't know maybe, maybe the lucha brothers are transitional champions and they drop those straps to Santana and Ortiz a few weeks later and at Arthur Ashe. Like, like yeah. I don't know, man. Like something I, I think either way, like, Santana I thought and Ortiz, for sure man. someone from I thought for sure that one of the Bucks were gonna get pinned by one of the Lucha brothers tonight. I thought for sure that's what was that that was gonna be the finish. Yeah. Or we weren't gonna get a finish at all. And we yeah. kind of got into the smas that we got into. Um but man. Uh, yeah, I don't think you put them on the Lucha Brothers just to have them take them off. I don't think so weeks. either, but that was 
And I'm still and I'm still going with that. I'm still going with that story that that I've been going with for some ever since it was announced that Santana and Ortiz are going to win the tag titles there. Uh, So I'm going with the Bucks. Finish of that main event really threw me off, man. (laughs) Well, that's because you watch too much WWE. Well, really been the main show in town for most of my life. So yeah. yeah. Uh, can, so you really, our, uh, can you really blame me there? Yeah, so I'm going the box. Are you uh, you going uh, box or lucha? I'm going box, but I don't feel good about it. Uh, here's a here's a softball for you. Uh, uh, I, I guess the next three are probably softballs, anyways. Uh, AEW Women's Championship: Britt Baker D MD against Chris Statlander. Yeah, there, there's no way Baker's dropping this title. Nope. Like, there's, there's just no way in hell. Kenny Omega versus Christian Cage. No way in hell. He's losing. He's losing that title to Hangman Page at full gear. I'm really shocked they didn't turn this into a winner-take-all ladder match. I'm really, really surprised. Um, And the fact that it's not a winner-take-all makes, to me, all the more obvious that Christian's not winning. Yeah. So. No. No. Hangman's taking it from Omega. That's the story they're going to go with. At full gear full gear and cm punk versus darby allen yeah we ain't we ain't bringing him in for the first match in seven years for him to lose are we no i sure as hell wouldn't think so he'll be putting over a lot of people in his years at aew but not 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 sunday night ain't not sunday night he'll be beating darby allen on sunday and it's going to be a hell of a fucking match yeah i'm very i'm very excited for that Man, it was so good to see him get physical tonight. I did not expect that at all. At all. That was awesome. All right. That's going to do it for this edition of Lost of the Midcard. Thank you uh, for tuning in. Uh, once again, we're on podcast. Any of your favorite podcasting apps, uh, search for Lost in the Midcard and uh, look for uh, a little thing that says new feed. That's going to be our new uh, feed for the podcast through Anchor uh, that is our new host. So please give us a subscribe on the podcast side of things. Also, Subscribe on the YouTube as well. Uh, take a look at us on, on the YouTube. Uh, give us a subscribe. Uh, hit that bell icon when you know every time a new episode comes your way. Give us a little thumbs up. Give us some comments. Kind of help us out there a little bit. Help grow the uh, YouTube channel out a little bit as well. Uh, we're on the Twitter at LITMC Podcast. Also, our links are on our website, LITMCPodcast.com. Matt's on the Twitter at Raw F Showtime. I'm on the Twitter at JB Huskers and before we ride off into that sunset and get ready for some full gear, full gear or not full gear, get ready for some all out. I got full gear on the brain. Uh, Matt, what are your final thoughts? I think it's going to be a hell of a weekend for AEW. I think we're going to see Brian Danielson debut for the company. And I think uh, a lot of people are going to be really hyped about dynamite the following week because of it. Where do you put Brian, da- uh, Brian Danielson? I think he comes out after the punk and Darby match and, Evan Punk have a stare off, and I think they book Punk versus Daniel. I think they book Punk versus Danielson and Arthur Ashe. I think they do. I think they go right to that match. <laughs> Boy, that rating is going to be through the fucking roof. And that's going to be our 300th episode, man. Uh, after Arthur Ashe will be our 300th episode. Insane. Man, what a time to be a wrestling fan. Yeah, you got your indies. Your, your GCWs have been putting on fun shows. Uh, all, all other indie promotions as well. It's a big weekend 
for GCW. A lot of shows there too. I've been enjoying the product. I've been watching that a lot lately. Um, God, AEW killing it. Impact is doing a hell of a job. They're going to be getting some talent, more talent too. Uh, Bound for Glory coming up, not too uh, far away, uh, away from here. <sighs> Who knows what happens with NXT now? But uh, you know, we'll see what happens. But uh, you know, time will tell. But hey, let's enjoy Sunday. It's going to be fun. We'll talk about it next week on the show. So thank you for tuning in to Lost the Midcard, and we'll be back at you with our all-out review next week. 